Welcome to Camden Cast. I'm Tanvi. And I'm Erin. And here we are at our 7th Heaven podcast. Uh, we're bringing to you today Season 2, Episode 10. Yeah, the title of the episode is Truth or Dare, or if you are in Germany, the title is Conspiracy, which I think is a little bit more appropriate. I don't think either of them are appropriate, to be honest, or neither of them are appropriate, I guess so, would be the right phrasing. Yeah. Um, so the IMDb synopsis uh, for this one is, because Mary is desperate for a first date since Wilson with his classmate, Brian Hees, who isn't interested in her, Matt pays him $20 to take her out for pizzas. It actually clicks, but after finding out about the plan, the ingrate turns on both good boys. Simon uses his own coaching method to teach Ruthie swimming in the bathtub to save her embarrassing baby class lessons, but their parents don't trust it. Eric finds he can't fit his jeans anymore, but jogging only makes him hungry, so he pays Matt to sneak in junk food. <laughs> well, yeah. That, that's about that's, it. That's, that's it. This episode was a doozy. It was, a, it, it was yeah. Um, so much so that I have a review to read for you today. Um, this reviewer gave this episode a 7.8. Um, the title of the review is, Though an early episode, a great one. Love the fact that Annie wore a tee over her swimsuit like a good Christian lady should, especially a pastor's wife. Even so, still looked cute. Great all-around episode. Think it's funny being taught how to swim like that. Original idea for Simon. Wish I'd have thought of it. The actress playing Ruthie plays the episode well. Who would have thought that kid actors could keep cute scenes in their acting? You know how kids are. Always trying to be cute whether intentionally or not. Think it's a great overall episode. Good, episode, good reason to watch a show. Great acting by all. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad this reviewer thought Annie Camden looked cute in her swimsuit. It's appropriate. for a, pa- a pastor's wife should always wear a shirt in the pool. So, um, yeah, first impressions on this one? Oh, my God. I don't even know where to begin. Um, I'd say the Camden family wastes a lot of food. Yes. In this episode, uh, which angered me because I was hungry watching. Um, I think the other thing is, why did nobody in the family care that uh, Simon and Ruthie were spending an or- inordinate, inordinate amount of time in the bathroom together? Yeah, I did. I had a note on that. I was like, does Annie think that Simon is bathing Ruthie? What is going on? Why is nobody questioning the fact that they're in there for hours? There is only one bathroom. Yeah. So, mm. We also, side note, we <laughs> <laughs> Okay, yeah. The internet, along with someone left... It's a glorious it, thing. As a review, someone left what can really only be classified as fan fiction as a review where they made up a whole scene in this episode and where... Annie has to go to the bathroom, but Simon and Ruthie are in the bathtub, and she's waiting for, like, five hours. Yep, yep. And she, at a certain point, is leaking, and then it ends with, all ends well. Um, I would also like to point out that the person that wrote this review slash fanfic gave the the episode a 10, but I think they were really giving their own fanfic a 10. (laughs) So... Yeah, the internet comes up with a lot of uh, interesting stuff. We were contemplating uh, doing a nice radio show acting out for you uh, on the podcast, but we decided against it because we wouldn't do it justice, honestly. No, no. You need to read it for yourself. So anyway, (laughs) we'll get into the episode. Um, As the IMDb synopsis kind of clued us in, 
the cold open starts with the Rev pantsless. Oh my god, it was uh, horrifying. It was almost as horrifying as la- there's a lingerie scene from like episodes back with Annie. So he's trying to get his pants on. They don't fit, and he's telling Annie like, "Oh, you left them in the dryer too long. The dryer was too hot." Blah blah blah. And Annie's like, "Oh." Or it's that, you know, they just don't fit you anymore. So the Rev gets all... You think I'm fat! Is literally what he says. Yes. Um, Then Annie suggests that they take up walking, because walking is romantic and healthy. Um, And whatever the Rev does, and he's like, oh, I'm going to start, you know, running. Um, I'm going to go on a diet. He says, all the men in my family retain water, which was his excuse for not being able to fit into his jeans. Yeah, and then he starts, like, he asks Annie, like, oh, how much weight have you put? Well, she says, you're not fat. You've just put on some weight since the wedding. And he's like, how much? And she says, like, anywhere between 7 and 12 pounds. And then he asks Annie how much weight she has gained since the wedding, and she's like, none. She said she's, the weight has been displaced in different places. I think she said it's been rearranged. Rearranged, yeah, that's exactly what she says, which I don't understand what that means. But okay. So that's basically the cold open. It Um, was such a shitty cold open. Most of them are. Um, But this was the shittiest cold open. I wouldn't say that. There was the mind control one. Oh, that was, oh yeah, that was a shitty cold open. You're right. So then we come back from the cold open with an absurdly long opening sequence again of just kids, random kids coming out of the high school. And then it takes a while, but you eventually spot Mary and Matt walking. Um, But like... That was, like, poor camera work on whoever's part, because they, it should, they should have focused on them immediately. Um, yeah, and then we see, like, Mary, like, points to Brian Keyes, and she's like, oh, there he is. And then she tells, I don't know, for some reason, she's like, Matt, you have to go fix me up with him. And he doesn't want to. And then he, she reminds him that apparently at some point off camera, Mary has fixed Matt up with Linda something or other. I thought it was Lindsay Comb or Tome or something. Oh, I thought it was, I don't know. And, and then uh, Matt said, well, that was only to make her boyfriend jealous. Um, but I don't know. I, I, at first I thought it might be, but no, that was Roxanne. Was yeah, that girl. was Roxanne. From the, yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Matt's serial dater. Um, um, yeah. Well, so she, uh, so she's like, you owe me one. So he's like, okay, fine. Uh, and he walks over to Brian He's Oh, he's. It's with an H. No, it is he's. I wrote, uh, just when we were watching it, I couldn't hear what they were well, saying. Well, yeah, I thought his last name was like Keens or something, yeah. but it's he's. he's. So Brian is actually played by Jason Bear, uh, who I think our listeners might know from Roswell. He plays the character of Max Evans. I did never watch Roswell, but like everybody I knew watched Roswell. So I think actually Roswell was another WB show. Uh, was it or was it a Fox show? Or was it a UPN show? Oh, I so don't many know. options. So many I don't options. Know. I have no idea. So um, we find out that uh, Brian isn't really that keen on Mary or taking her out. And as he says, uh, she seems like she'd give a guy a hard time, and Matt goes, tell me about it, whatever that's supposed to mean. We find out later in the episode what that actually means, but it's it's as bad as you think it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, you know, basically uh, uh, that, like, she, she's not, um, what's the word, complacent? She's not complacent. He says, he says vulnerable <laughs> yeah. later. But, like, basically it goes around to, like, oh, you probably, like, fight a guy at every turn. It's like, yes, because she has a personality. Yes. Oops. So. 
But Brian says it doesn't matter because he, well, I think he calls it, he's meant to say he's broke, but he says, well, I'm busted, which yes. is such a weird way of saying he has no money. I didn't know what that meant at first. And then, like, I think Matt was like, oh, well, I am too, or so, I don't know. No, he says, like, well, it's okay, like, I'll just give you $20 to take her out for pizza. Uh, and so he basically negotiates with Brian to take his sister out on a date, but it very much, like, seems like Matt is now playing the role of pimp for his little sister. Yes, this is, well, and when do they negotiate? Is it when Brian comes, or is it right in the scene? Well, they negotiate When they negotiate the terms. Oh, the terms, that's later on. This is the beginning of, like, whatever business uh, transaction, and then they're going to negotiate later right before the date. Um, so then at, at a certain point, I think Matt goes back and he tells Mary, like, okay, it's on. But Lucy still has not met up with them, so Matt tells Mary to go look for Lucy. And then the scene, I think he told her to go look for Lucy before he started talking yeah, to Brian. he did. So the next scene we have is that Mary finds Lucy at her locker, and she's like, I've been looking for you all over, blah, blah, blah. And then we hear some sob story about... Lucy not leaving her math book in the classroom, but the classroom door was locked, so she had to find a janitor. It's stupid. But Lucy um, is overreacting about the fact that she had to do all this, and then she's like, oh, and, and we find out the reason that she's overreacting is because her friend Shelby, who is um, a character from a few episodes ago that... The girl that they thought was... Bulimic, yeah. uh, played by Julie Berman, who uh, I said from that episode is a character from General, Ho- uh, plays <laughs> Lulu on General Hospital. Up until very recently, so Julie's been invited to a sleepover no, with the Shelby. Pa- has, Fuck! Who, who the hell is Julie? <laughs> it's Aunt Julie? Actress. It's the actress's name. Uh, Shelby is invited to a sleepover with the popular girls. And the sleepover is at Beverly's house, who is like the ringleader of the popular girls. And of course, Ashley, who is played by Mila Kunis, who is now dating Jimmy Moon, is invited. And um, I don't know. So Lucy's like feeling down about that or something. And for some reason, I don't even know why this happens in the scene. Lucy walks away from her locker and Oh, Mary- I know. We, we know why. Because of the way that she has a Crayola marker uncapped oh. sticking out of her math book. Yes. And, like, she, so she's talking and holding the book. And I guess, like, in her enthusiasm about how angry she is with the world and the universe for, like, treating her wrongly, she ends up marking herself with the, with the marker on her face. So she has blue on her face. And Mary says, you have marker on your face. And Lucy's like, nobody ever tells me these things. And so she runs away to clean off her face. But it literally happened during the course of the, their conversation. And uh, while Lucy's doing this, Mary, who's waiting by her locker... Beverly and Ashley and the popular girls come over. Right. And they're talking about the sleepover and how they've invited Shelby. And um, Mary's like, well, is there a reason you didn't invite my sister Lucy? Uh, And they get... There's this, like, conspiratorial look. I I just wrote evil glances amongst sleepover girls. Yeah, I wrote evil in, like, all caps on my uh, notepad. And they're like, oh, we, of course, meant to invite her. That was a mistake. She should be there, too. Right. Um, uh, and just as... And wait, Ashley at first is like, I don't even know if I'm coming because I have plans with my boyfriend, Jimmy Moon. And then Mary makes some good comments yeah. about like, oh, oh... that's where he ended up. Oh, or you're stuck, stuck with, with him. him. Yeah, yeah, you're stuck yeah. with him. And then she's like, we might be having like too good of a time and I might not want to leave. And she's like, I don't know, she basically says like, I don't see how that could happen. <laughs> so Lucy uh, pops back up after cleaning her face and that's when the popular girls... Um, Invite her. And she gets, like, an actual written invitation to the sleepover, which they just happen to have an extra one lying around. Um, 
and now like Lucy. And of course, Lucy is like ecstatic, and I'm like, you don't like these girls. And also, like Ashley you can, is dating Jimmy Moon. You can tell by the looks on their faces; they're they're clearly plotting something very evil. Yes. Uh, but, but like Mary's pretty happy with all of her like meddling, and Lucy's thrilled, and that's basically the end of that scene. Um, so that's set up, I guess, three of the storylines so far. And the final storyline is, um, Ugh, this, no. Ruthie has to take swimming lessons. But, and she doesn't, like, I don't know, we get the idea, Simon says he took swimming lessons when he was three, so we get the idea that Ruthie has not swam at all up until this point, she's like six, so she'd be starting with, like, very basic beginner swimming lessons with, like, the three-year-olds, so she doesn't want to go because she doesn't want to be in the class with the babies, so... Um, Simon, like, hatches a plan that he's going to teach her how to swim in the bathtub. And Ruthie is ecstatic, gives him a kiss on the cheek, and then there's a weirdly placed dog wink <laughs> yes. while that's happening. Happy winks for some reason. Yeah, it's just, it, it, it seems out of place and wrong. Um, and, yeah. The very next uh, scene, which is my personal fashion moment of the entire episode, is uh, the Rev, as Aaron mentioned earlier, has decided <laughs> that he's going to get back into shape by running. So we have the Rev in running gear. Uh, he has his hood up. He has sweatpants on. Um, he's just getting ready for it, and he goes off running. You see him, well, like, you just see him running through the hallway of the upstairs part of the Camden house. So. And this uh, brings us to, uh, there's, like, a brief scene in somewhere in the middle here. Where Matt has to ask Simon for $20, because they, I think this is the first time they may have used the term Bank of Simon, which yeah. becomes, like, what well, is, like, a thing. But they say, he says he needs it, like, from borrow from the Bank of Simon. We have a nice callback to the episode where the last time Matt uh, asked Simon for money was when he went to, you know, win back Heather and failed miserably. Yes. Um, so conti- con- continuity, which you says the show does. Um, sometimes. Sometimes. Uh, so there's a brief scene there. There We have a, the beginnings of the scene of uh, Simon teaching Ruthie how to swim going on. But and this, it, the scene goes on for way too long. Yeah. Uh, but the, the next real, like, important thing happening, which is uh, another fashion moment, is that Brian shows up for the date and meets uh, Matt on the porch. Uh, I guess this is a ni- like a specifically 90s fashion thing, but everybody wore, like, blazers that were well, what, uh, way Brian, too big. Brian's entire outfit is that he's wearing, like, an undershirt, um, a, a, a crew neck, a crew neck undershirt, a, a V-neck sweater, so you can like so that the undershirt is very exposed, and then an oversized blazer. And then his hair is like either incredibly like gelled out, but or it just looks like it hasn't been washed in weeks. And he's just got little pieces kind of coming down like on his forehead. It's just it's not a good look, dude. Um, but then this is when Matt and Brian kind of negotiate the terms of the date. He cans the money. He's like, I think twenty dollars should also include like a good night kiss on the cheek. And then. He's, I don't know. Yeah. Um, there's a brief conversation in here, which I kind of had to bring, uh, give Brian p- props for. Brian's like, why are you doing this anyway? Why do you want your sister going out with a guy doesn't, that doesn't really even like ha- like her? Uh, oh, I know. He said, why do you want me to, like, g- oh, yeah, this. And then Matt's like, oh, because those are the safest kind. And he goes, I don't think your sister needs to be protected by you. Like, she can clearly take care of herself. Yeah, he which, said she's safe with any guy. Yeah, because she can, like, she can handle herself quite well, which I think is a great, good job, Brian. Even though you said the thing before in the episode, which I didn't like. So, cool. Um, so, Brian comes in to pick Mary up. Uh, 
there's a brief, there's like a brief, I think, comedic moment with the Rev being like, oh, I wish I could stay so I could interrogate you, but it like oh, he- and also, so the Rev is getting ready to take Lucy out to the sleepover, and once Matt, like after Brian and Mary leave, Matt goes to close the door, and Lucy goes, don't shut that, we're gonna be late, and I was like, if they have to open the, like it's really gonna take them, they're gonna be late if they have to open the front door to go outside to the car. So um, it was just very strange. Uh. We have another allusion to Matt being a pimp because uh, Annie knows exactly what's going on. She overheard the conversation that Matt was having with Brian and was like, you know, this is going to blow up in your face. And my only thing is like, Annie, you do remember that you're their mother. And, and you could have been like, you could have put a stop to this yeah, right now. But nope, hijinks, guys. <laughs> we have to have some hijinks. Well, also, like this is, I said, I was like, why... Matt keeps saying to, like, Simon, to whatever, well, I couldn't tell Mary that, that she's not Brian's type. And I was like, why not? You're like, why does he not have... Wouldn't it be better to just tell her that he's, that she's not his type and then, then she wouldn't have to go out on a date with anyone? Yeah, so... He... I don't know. As we said, like, this is probably... This is just to move the plot forward and... Hijinks. Yep. Um, the next scene we have is the date with Mary and Brian. Uh, it starts out going kind of rough because Mary's like, oh, uh, let's talk about sports. But And then he's like, I don't like basketball. And then she's like, what about football? He doesn't like football. Then she says soccer. He doesn't like soccer. And then she jumps to volleyball. It's like you missed all of the other main sports and you went straight to volleyball. I think NASCAR should come before volleyball. Hockey should come before NASCAR. Think, well, NASCAR, I think, is one of the most popular in the United States. I think football. It's like football and then NASCAR. They, did, they didn't even mention baseball. Yeah, but I'm just saying in the United States, like, the most popular sports are football and then NASCAR. Well, I'm just saying, the, the sports weren't mentioned. She went straight to volleyball. She kind of sees that, like, the date's floundering. So she brings up some sort of, like, science experiment, like what, what they did for the science fair or the science experiment it's or something. science fair. And um, he, like, said that he gave a frog a heart transplant, but the frogs were dead, so... <laughs> I don't, like, no animal cruelty? I don't understand. But they some, then they somehow start talking. They, like, both start, or, or, like, they're like, oh, we both love gore and, like, cutting things open and whatever. And she's like, oh, do you want to go to medical school? And he's like, I don't know, maybe. And he asks her, and she says she's bad at chemistry. And then they start talking about the medical channel. Which I want to know what like, this is about. because it seems like, it, well, the way they talk about it, it seems like it's, like, live, like operations live. Like, yeah, they're talking about how, like, some woman got into some accident and she had to have her head cut open. Yeah. And, like, they're really excited about it. You so could do, watch a live lobotomy. And so this is, like, the thing that gets them... They have chemistry now because they can both talk about <laughs> chem- body parts. Oh, nice little play on words there. Yeah. Chemistry. Um, he did say that he could help her with it because he's really good at it, apparently. Yeah. Um, so then we have this weird scene, which I don't know if we're actually going to put on the internet because it's way too brief, but Matt has his headphones in and is, like, rocking out to some, like, rock music, and there's just some weird, like, dance moves and, like, pseudo-guitar moves that are going on until uh, the Rev comes up behind him and kind of scares the crap out of him. I actually thought this was pretty funny. Um, I usually don't laugh at the moments that Seventh Heaven wants me to laugh at, but I actually laughed at this. Uh, he, the Rev wants cheeseburgers. That's the point of the scene. Yeah, that's it. Um, uh, so they, he give, he hands over some money to... And he tries to, he, well, he's like trying to make all these excuses for Matt to leave the house. He's like, say you're going to get some fresh air. Oh no, there's fresh air in the backyard, blah, blah, blah. And Matt was like, I can just, you know, don't need you to make up something for me. So... Um, so, yeah, he, like, figures out some way to get out of the house. I think he, like, convinces, he asks his mom if anybody wants ice cream because he's going out for ice cream. Yes. Um, so now we are at Ashley, Ashley, at 
Well, Ashley's Beverly's, Beverly's sleepover. Well, it's Beverly's sleepover. I guess things weren't going great with Jimmy Moon because Ashley is there. Oh, she comes in. So they're they're telling Lucy about this game. About this game that they're going to play. So you would think that from the title, the game was going to be Truth or Dare, but they don't play Truth or Dare. No, they play this game where I wrote down the rules. So one, <laughs> they're very complicated. One person hides under the bed. And before, like, the next person arrives to the sleepover. So all the girls are there except for Shelby. So they tell Lucy. Well, they say, like, the, the, the person who arrived last. So It's initiation is what it is. Right. So they tell Lucy, okay, so what you're going to do is you hide under the bed, and then when Shelby comes in, we'll start talking about you. But we don't mean it. We're just trying to get her to talk about you. And then we, you know, they do that until the person who just entered starts saying bad things about the person who's hiding under the bed. And their so. reasoning for doing this, other than obviously wanting to make everybody feel like shit. Is uh, that you know who you can trust. Yeah. And so Lucy's like, well, okay. And then there's a brief moment, a very weird moment, which I feel like if we still could do Vine, we would do this, where, like, Ashley goes... Ashley just lifts, like, the covers of the bed and goes, uh, under you go, or in you go. And, like, Lucy has this look on her face, and then she crawls under the bed. Um, I, I didn't you play this game of sleepovers? No. No, we didn't. Um, we, I think there's, like, an interlude here, but before we go back to the game, uh, Ruthie. A big plot, a big part of the story, like, kind of in cutting scenes up is just, Annie knocking on the bathroom door and telling Ruthie and Simon that they need to come out. Although she only ever dresses Ruthie, it's almost like she doesn't know that Simon is in there. And I think this is the one where she's like, oh, you're, you know, she's like, Ruthie, you're in there again. And she's like, I'm taking a bath. You had one this afternoon. Then Ruthie says, isn't godliness next to cleanliness? Mm. Uh-huh. Like, it only matters if you're going to be sharing a bus with God, which I don't understand. Yes. So... Um, I think then we go back to the sleepover, and I might be doing this out of place, but we'll just do this scene now. Yeah, um, and of course everything goes horribly because... Shelby comes in, uh, they're like, oh, uh, it, Lucy, something about, like, Lucy being, like, really insecure, and Shelby at first is like, uh, yeah, I guess she is, and like, no, they're like, come on, Shelby, like, really, it's like, yeah, I guess she'd, like, lack some confidence, but, like, who wouldn't, having Mary as an older sister, and then you have a shot of Lucy, <laughs> oh, oh, I know how it starts. Well, there's it's- that, there's also that other girl who kind of blows it up on them. Well, well, before all of this happens, um, she goes, well, Lucy's really, like, mean and rude to Ashley, and so Shelby starts, first starts out by saying, well, yeah, of course, like, Ashley's dating Lucy's ex, so, like, that would be problematic. And Lucy's, like, under the bed, like, shaking her head, like, yeah, that's that's why I'm mean to Ashley. <laughs> and then when Shelby's, like, talking about how... Um, Lucy's insecure. Because yeah. of Mary and Mary being so great, uh, then you have a shot of Lucy crying uh, <laughs> under the bed. And then you have... Uh, this other girl. Yeah, who's like, well, yeah, obviously, because Mary needed to, like, uh, convince us or, like, tell us to invite her sister. And that's when everybody was like, no, shh! And then Shelby's like, uh, what's going on? And then they lift up the... They lift the, the covers in the bed again, and, they, and, and she Lucy crawls out. out. And she has, like, tears running down her face, and, like, everybody's, like, snickering. It's like, oh, well, now you're part of the group. Ha, 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 ha. And then she runs away, and then... Well, well like, I, I mean, we'll just yeah, finish. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah, just wrap this up. Yeah. Um, she calls Annie, and she's like, oh, you need to come and get me. You need to call the house and pretend that you need to come pick me up because I need to get out of here, and she doesn't give Annie any details, and then Annie's like, oh, it must be serious. But while this is all happening, um, before Annie goes to leave to pick up 
uh, Lucy from Beverly's house. The end of Matt, of sorry, of Mary and Brian's Brian's date is coming up. Uh, they are sharing a goodnight kiss, which is not the goodnight kiss that was negotiated on the cheek. No, it's worth more than twenty dollars. It's definitely worth more than twenty dollars. Matt says so. They and they and Brian asks her out for another date uh, tomorrow night. Matt comes in. He's like, oh, that wasn't. Like, they say goodbye, Mary goes inside, we're led to believe that she's not behind the door, but of course she's behind the door. Um, Matt's saying, well, that wasn't what we agreed to, and Brian's like, well, actually, like... I'm gonna give you your money back because we're going out again, blah, and blah, And, like, blah. That, the date that I got wasn't, like, I shouldn't, you shouldn't have to pay me for that because I had a great time. And then we got this, then we, of course, get a shot of, um... Mary listening behind the front door, and she hears everything, and then she opens the door to look at them, and, and slams then slams the door. it and runs upstairs. Um, uh, then we have another, like... Well, oh. And then Annie is coming downstairs to, like, pick up Lucy, and she runs into Matt as he's coming in and sees Mary being upset, and she's like, oh, I told you this was going to blow up in your face. And then, I don't know, the well, Rev... Yeah, the Rev is there at some, at some point. Basically, um... Well, because Matt has just got back gotten back from buying the burgers. So Annie's downstairs because she's going to go... Okay, so Matt tells the Rev that the burgers are, for some reason, uh, other than hijinks, they are behind... under the wheel of of the driver's driver's side of the car. So uh, the Rev is like, okay, that's good. And they go and they start talking briefly about, like, what... why Mary was angry at Matt... And we find out that the Rev did the same thing to Julie. But Julie was good, smart about it because the date told Julie right away, and what they did for the next like few dates was split the money that the Rev was giving them and made a profit. Yeah. So, um, well, it's while that's going on that Annie comes down and she's like, "Oh, I need to go pick up Lucy." Blah blah blah. And the Rev is like, "I'll go." I dropped her off, of course, because the food is underneath the tire. Yeah. And if Annie goes and starts the car and backs up, she will ro- run over the food. Um, and. Annie insists on going to pick up Lucy, and the Rev says he'll go with her, and Annie insists on driving, so they run over the burgers, well, and Annie knows about yeah, it. Because they, she smells the burgers, and she seems to know exactly what uh, the Rev is doing anyway, all the time. Yeah. So she's like, well, I'll, I'll get you two new burgers, like, on our way back. But, like, it was such so a waste of food. T- two burgers down. They, it looked like such a greasy bag of cheeseburgers. I would have wanted them. Um, then we have... Uh, I think we probably have another scene of, like, Ruthie learning how to... Well, yeah, well, I just wrote, why would Matt put the food under the tire? Yeah. Hijinks. Um, But then we have... Mary's in her room. Oh, Matt and Mary um, end up slamming doors at each other, but also, like, having an actual physical altercation. (laughs) Yes, much Uh, like Simon and Matt's From the previous episode, uh, where they... Or two episodes ago? Whatever. Two episodes ago, yeah. Yeah, they... um, they're, I don't know, she's like, oh, the reason, I don't know actually what they end up fighting about, but like, <laughs> they, but she ends up pushing him and like climbing on top of him, like. <laughs> and then Simon walks by and he's like, oh, I told you she'd be pissed off. And then uh, Mary calls him Daddy Warbucks. <laughs> yeah. And then like they, she like goes back into her room and ends up like throwing something at her like vanity and that ends up. Knocking a photo of her. Well, we don't see the frame falls yeah. down flat. And she picks it up and the glass is broken and it's a photo of her and Wilson. And so she's, like, sad about Wilson. And as soon as that happens and she's upset, the door opens and again. And Lucy appears crying. And Lucy's like, so... It's like... A, it's Did you have to pay them to, like... 
I don't know. She's like, did you pay the girls at the sleepover too? Blah, blah, blah. And like then it's, and you see that that's the theme of the episode, that Matt. All the siblings are awful to each other. Yeah. Matt like had good intentions about uh, giving Brian money to take Mary out. And Lu- and Mary had good intentions about telling the girls to invite Lucy to the sleepover when she did that. But it all blew up in everybody's faces. Um, so. Oh, <laughs> it's the next morning. Okay, wait, wait. This is my favorite because Matt says, what's with Simon and Ruthie? Uh, no one can get in the bathroom anymore. And nobody's saying anything nobody about it. Nobody thinks that this is strange. That they're like, I don't know. It's very strange. Um, uh, the next thing I have is dog park. So basically, <laughs> um, Lucy and the Rev are going out for a jog, a walk, I don't know, out in the park. But that really ends up being them going to, like, a hot dog stand that's, like, conveniently called Dog Park in the park, and they're having hot it's dogs. near the dog park, I guess. Um, uh. And they end up having a very, like, introspective conversation about how uh, they're both in denial about their, like, their... How, how they're both, like, sort of in- insecure, and they're both in denial, and blah, blah, blah. The Rev is in denial about, like... I don't know, or he's in. I don't. I don't really care. Whatever. They both basically talk about how awful they are. And like Lucy makes it sound like, oh, I guess I am a little insecure, and I guess I could work on that. And I'm like, you probably that never changes, does no, it? No, so, it does not. And the only really thing I had to say about this is that the Rev does not know how to eat a hot dog. Yeah, he's holding it like a sandwich, and this is like a big debate. I know, but hot dogs are conclusively not supposed to be eaten like sandwiches. They're not. They're not sandwiches. So I don't know why he was holding it like that. And then... Shelby comes and apologizes. Yeah, but then they throw away... I think they yeah. each had two hot dogs, or maybe the Rev had two, and... But they throw away at least two and a half hot dogs. Yeah, nobody finishes his hot dog. Well, the Rev doesn't even touch his hot dogs. Uh, Lucy gets through half her hot dog, and they both toss them. And I'm like, what a waste of food, again! Um... What do I have written down here? Eyebrow overacting. Yes, that's exactly what I... How did you know? <laughs> I wrote eyebrow acting. Um, yeah. So... I think what happens is uh, Annie finds out what they've been doing in the bathtub, which is Simon teaching Ruthie how to swim. And, she's and she like, tells Simon, like, oh, Ruthie's going to be so disappointed if she thinks she can swim. You need to tell her that, 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 that it doesn't work that way and that she doesn't actually know how to swim. So so there's a conversation between Simon and Ruthie where Ruthie or the, um, Mackenzie Rosman overuses her eyebrows again. Which she we didn't talk about it in the past episodes, but she has been doing this. I think I think she that, got a new acting coach, maybe. Yeah, I, I don't know. So a little too too expressive with the eyebrows. Our reviewer liked it though. Said she was great act. Yeah, yeah great acting all uh, around. So anyway, Simon says like basically tells her you still need to go to swimming lessons. And he's like, it would be cool if you did know how to swim based on my bathtub lessons, but, you know, it's just my opinion that you might know how to swim, blah, blah, blah. You still need to go and And realistically speaking, learning how to swim in a bathtub should not equal equate actually knowing how to swim. But, but guess what? <laughs> so then there's a weird, stupid, sexy parent scene where... Well, before that, we have Brian coming to see oh, Mary. Yeah. And Brian basically apologizes, and he's like, well, the thing was, I didn't real like, I said you weren't my type. Uh, and Mary's like, what do you mean I'm not your type? And he's like, you didn't seem vulnerable. And then he's like, but I realized that that's what I like in a girl. Like, that, that, that like, she wasn't vulnerable. And I don't understand. Mary, what yeah, either, I don't I understand what either of those statements means. And Mary goes, you're pathetic. And I was like, oh, maybe this will actually end differently than it should. Yeah. But they end up, I gotta say, they end up kissing and making up, basically. Yeah. They're, so but they're, I don't think we ever see him again, so. Yeah, well... 
I'm just, uh, when will Wilson come back? That's the only thing I care about. Um, the entire, oh yeah, we have a sexy parent scene because the Rev, like, finally gives up this joke of, like, trying to get into shape. Yeah, um, and then while Lucy, like, is like, I'm gonna go change, and then it's just sexy parents alone in the kitchen, and they, like, start making out or whatever, and then... There's a weird camera shot of, like, it's on their faces, and then it moves to, like, their midriffs. I think it's to look to see, like, oh, the, oh, because then Simon and Ruthie appear, so when they step back, the kids are, are like... But it doesn't, it, it doesn't look right when they do it. Um, so, so Simon and Ruthie are there, and they're waiting to go. Like, Annie's like, oh, we're going to the YMCA. Do you want to come? And the Rev says, I'd go anywhere with you. Both Aaron and I, like, ugged. This is that. not the first time that he has ever said this, though. He, in, the, in the pilot, he said this when she's, like, going to fix the under the sink. She's like, oh, you want to see what, uh, I don't know. What is Some in innu- innuendo, something, something, yeah, something. Yeah, what the pipes look like. Yeah. And he's like, I'd go anywhere with you. Um, um, so then we have the scene at the pool. I just wrote, what is going on during the swim lesson? <laughs> I wrote swim triumph because so, I didn't know what else to. So, <laughs> Annie's in the pool. Um, in a shirt, like it, a good Christian yes, like should good- be. Uh, the Rev and Simon are standing a little bit away. Simon's explaining how he taught her how to swim in the bathtub. Uh, Ruthie's not nervous about anything, um, and she's not scared is what we get from that. The lifeguard comes in. Um, Simon gets pulled into the pool. The lifeguard jumps into the pool. Ruthie jumps into the pool, and it's all in slow motion, and it's very much like, like, uh, sports, like, music going on it's like it very much is like the ending of any sports movie ever from the 90s like think mighty ducks or like air bud or and and then like you see okay so she jumps in and she of course can swim and the rev is cheering he's he's crying he's crying and he's pumping his fists in the air and everybody else is it's just ridiculous everybody's like whooping and like hooraying and very happy um and then the next shot we have we're like where's the lifeguard and the lifeguard is lifting ruthie up and twirling her around in the pool because everybody's just so happy because ruthie can swim she learned in the bathtub and then i don't know simon says he's a genius and then uh annie says no you're just really lucky yeah so, so, last scene. That I was thought, insane. I thought that that would be the last scene of the episode, but actually the last scene of the episode is... Uh, oh, God. It's so oh bad. God. It's so bad. So... Annie and Rev are... They have a box of cookies, they have two champagne glasses, and they have a carton of milk, and they're looking into all the kids' bedrooms to make sure they're asleep. Once they see this, they sneak into their room, and they close the door, and it's a zoom in, a slow zoom in of, like... Them on the yeah, like, yeah, and you just door. hear them like giggling and, and like I love you, I love you so much, and like there's like bed ruffling and like <laughs> more giggling, and then all of a sudden it's a screech, and you're like, oh my god, what's happening? It's like a big like slam, yeah. And then and all the kids wake up and they run into the bedroom without knocking. Yeah, which the door is closed. It is nighttime. Uh, I wouldn't want to walk into my parents' room anyway. Um, they open the door. Well, and especially after like that, hearing that noise, and yeah. be like, "What the hell just happened?" Nope. So the bed broke is what happened. That's the sound that it was. And they're like, "It's all they're on one side." And it, I think and it's a joke. And they're just cracking up. It's like, "Oh, what we have to do is go on a diet." It's a joke about like everybody being too fat. Um, and everybody has like spectacular bed head. Um, and they all they're like, "Oh, parents, you're so silly," and they walk out. And the last bit is like them making out, uh, Annie and the Rev making out, like, and then it fades to black or whatever. Yeah. And that's it. And I don't understand why they chose 
making the ref fat as his insecurity. They should have just, like, gone straight for the hair. Because <laughs> he has no hair. Because he has no hair. Well, maybe he's, he's been like that a while, so he's used to that by now. He's got a new, he had to have a new insecurity. But he doesn't even look like he's gaining weight. No, he doesn't. He's very flat. He's, yeah. like, two-dimensional. <laughs> so... That's it. That was it. <laughs> it was kind of crazy. <laughs> it was. It was. It was. And if you're really looking for something wild, try to find that fanfic about Annie. In the <laughs> Annie having to hold her pee because Ruthie and Simon are learning how to, or Simon's teaching Ruthie how to swim in the bathtub. Yeah. It, there's twisted turns. There's a milkshake involved. <laughs> so I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna give it a, a four. I'm gonna give it a four out of seven. I think I'm gonna give it. The four point five out of seven. It was it was good laughs. It I was not plot heavy. Not, not yeah, but like even didn't the try pl- to it didn't like try to tackle any issues unless it was like bullying or like being a pimp for your sister. But it didn't really even tackle those issues. They weren't like resolved. No, it was oh, just I like, think I guess we forgot to mention that both of the siblings forgave the other siblings. Oh, I guess yeah, and that happened Matt, eventually. Matt returned the money to Simon, but without any interest. Uh, but it was Mary's money. There's all these other like minor plot details that don't really matter. Yeah. But, yeah, you're right. Like, the Rev wasn't saving the day. Nobody was saving the day. It was just, like, nice internalized, like, compact stories that were told. Yeah. Yeah. So, four out of seven. You heard it here first. Four out of five. 4.5 out of seven for me. Um, so, do all the things. Yes. Twitter, at Camden Cash Show. Facebook, like us there. Uh, subscribe to us on iTunes. And... We're going to see you next time. So I'm Tanby. I'm Erin. And this was Cameron Cast. I know there's no great-